On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks, are you buying or selling the Josh Green hype train? Are you buying or selling that JaVale McGee or Joel is going to be a huge upgrade at center? There's a whole bunch of stuff we're going to buy or sell on today's Locked on Mavs. Let's go. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked on Mavericks Podcast. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. Are you buying the Josh Green hype? You can define hype however you'd like. You can define it. Are you buying the Josh Green hype? Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates to help you talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NBA. And joining me as always, my co-host, contributor, writer at Mavs.com, the fan jam juror, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I don't know if I'm the right one to ask about Fan Jam, but um, <laughs> you know how big of a fan I am of Fan it Jam. It is legitimately Isaac's favorite event all year. <laughs> um, it's not, but it's really cool to see. My biggest takeaway from Fan Jam was the gray court. And yeah. it, I, thought it, yeah. I thought it looked awesome. I thought it just looked immaculate. I love the touch of the, player, the championship 20, 2011 roster being in gold. Uh, but the gray tint on the court, uh, just to see that was cool. Thanks for the people who reached out about me being sick. Uh, shout out. The last pod that I was on, <laughs> the last pod that I was on, I literally was talking about at the beginning. I was like, yeah, I don't got anything for you, Nick, because my kids are sick. My wife was sick. I'm just trying not to get sick. And it came for you. It all it come, it came for you. There was like a bunch Bro, of... I lost six pounds in 24 hours just by throwing well, up. Well, there you go. That was a goal. <laughs> at least there's a positive. Uh, I was telling people, anybody that came up to me at Fan Jam, thanks to everybody that reached out and uh, and came up to me. I think I I think I met like 15 people, which is pretty awesome. Um, a couple of them came up to me and was like, where's Isaac? And I was like, oh, he's sick at home. Isaac texted me a picture of his son, like Jimmy Butler in the bubble, leaned over the toilet, like just exhausted, like, <laughs> just like totally out of it because of how sick they were over the weekend. <laughs> Uh, I said I told somebody and I think it was my mom and my mom's like make sure they're getting enough fluids I was like that's just such a mom thing <laughs> you you can't even keep fluids down though I'd like drink <laughs> half a water bottle and then I'm like throwing it up later oh. I do want to plug something real quick coming up on Wednesday is the Mavs first preseason game oh, let's go and your boy here is going to be on an alternate broadcast on Mavs.com myself Bobby Carava and Dana Larson we're going to be uh professional three-way tag team in this thing it's not even a tag team i guess if that's not the thing um but on mavs.com and so anyway if you want to watch the preseason game with us i'll be uh rocking on that alternate broadcast on mavs.com yeah there you go you can hear isaac there today we are going to get into some buy or sell moments for the mavericks because there's some hype it's it's been fun the training camp i did a video on the Mavs live stream training camp that was on uh, the NBA app, which was awesome. You can go and actually watch that whole thing on YouTube right now. I would recommend it. Um, there's been media day where we had all our interviews. You can go watch all of our 
our interviews that we've had on our YouTube channel. There's been Fan Jam now with a, like a live practice people were able to watch. Like there's some hype right now. It's been fun to watch this Dallas Mavericks team. And there are some things to buy or sell about this Mavericks team right now because it's the beginning of the season and we all talk ourselves into stuff at the beginning of the season for sure. So Isaac Harris, load up the first buy or sell. What are we buying or selling first? I mean, we we just got to fully lean into it, all right? Right now. I'm ready. I'm ready. And just have have the discussion because the Josh Green propaganda started trickling out throughout the summer, okay? Because... One, this isn't his first summer working at Impact in Vegas with no, Kyle Lowry. No. Like this is um this has been a thing. Yeah. Uh Jared Dudley was working out with him in Vegas back last summer before he joined the coaching staff. Right. Working out with Kyle Lowry, Josh Green, those guys in Vegas. Um, so he continued again. That became like a big story, like, yeah, hey, I worked out with Impact, Kyle Lowry. I'm like, yeah, that's been like a thing for him. But you started hearing little tricklings about, hey, look looks good. Lost some weight, shots looking more confident, fluid, um, more, you know, he's more confident on the floor, not just his shot and everything. Um, you know, I think it was, um, I think it was Nico Harrison on the uh, broadcast for, uh, on the Mavs.com broadcast for Fan Jam, who said Michael Finley coined him the MVP of the summer as far as Josh Green. Um, then, Jared, Jared Dudley after the, after Fan Jam said he's just been night and day different. Like his, he's been, incredibly different during training camp than he was even last year. Yeah. And then you, you go back a few days or a day before that NBA.com's live practice, the real training camp, which is uh, awesome. one of the best things they've Loved it. ever, ever done. I want to do one um, every day. I, I will watch any team problem. Well, take that back. Not the Lakers, but any team out there, I will watch that of, but I mean, they're literally on there. Brendan Haywood, UNC legend. He was a steal <laughs> on there. Literally talking about how, we're just watching Josh Green. Like it's Josh Green's world and we're just living in it. I mean, we watched the, you know, the live practice there of everybody did him draining threes and everything. And this is what, what everybody's talking about is if you're in the Mavs world, I don't think much people out. Nobody else is talking about this, but us. Shout <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing about it, but shout out to the guy that was, I, I forgot who was with Brendan Haywood on the NBA.com thing who said, Hey man, maybe I should. Uh, we should be picking up Josh Green in fantasy this year. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, all right, all right. It's like, all right. So here's the thing: where, where are you at? Are are you at? Are you buying that you should be picking up Josh Green in fantasy basketball this year, or are you just selling the hype? Where are you at on the train? Like, where are you on the train? What cart are you in? If you are, I'm on the train. I'm not. I don't know if I'm okay. driving the train, but. Let's calibrate the hype. What is the hype about? Because I think all things Mavs, our friend Jimmy on, on Twitter has been like really big on Josh Green this offseason, like really excited for him. And he said, who's on the hype train? And so I just tweeted at him and said, what does the hype train mean? And so for him, who's like a big, you know, a big Mavs fan, like big in the big in the Mavs fan like arena, he said that he's going to be, you know, a, a solid rotation piece this year. That he'll go from what he was last year, 15 minutes a game, but a lot of time playing in garbage time and not getting a ton of opportunity, to a solid rotation piece that can spell Dorian and Reggie Bullock in moments when the Mavericks desperately need need him to. Or that he can, you know, eventually like be a spot starter at times dur- during the season. Like that's that's the hype. And, and I said, "Okay, well if that's hype, then I think I'm behind that hype." I think I'm behind that. I think I could see him after the first two years that he had, where year run year one, he's playing for Carlisle, 
shortened offseason, weird thing he's coming into the NBA, and so he didn't really get a full run for a team that actually wanted to be good. And then second year, he's playing under a new coach in Jason Kidd, a new front office that didn't draft him, and he's trying to figure out how to play with this brand new style of team. So it just went from one to the other, and now he's had a real offseason, a full you know training camp. He worked out all offseason with, uh, like you said, it impacts with with, uh, with with Kyle Lowry, and he worked out with Jared Dudley before and, and all that. So he's had a couple summers to just really work on his game, which we knew he was going to have to do anyway, right? We knew coming in he was a one-year player at Arizona. We knew that he was like like a, a kind of like a, a – a, what is it? He's like a high ceiling kind of kind of guy, or at least a, he, he's going to be a developmental type guy. Maybe that, that maybe that's the way to put it. So we knew he was going to take yeah. a couple years to develop because the Mavericks were taking him at a, a little earlier than maybe he should have gotten drafted. He wasn't going to be a day one impact player, and so he comes in. And now I think now I think I'm ready. It's been a couple years. This is year three for him, and I'm ready for him to just like be the ninth man. Be like, all right, the Mavs have a solid ten player rotation, and Josh Green is one of those players. Yeah, I'm let's take a break and come back because <laughs> you you are higher on Josh Green than I am. And I also just, just by to, what I said. Yeah, and I do want to defend my take because I I feel like I am in the minority right now that I'm not ready to jump at that Josh Green's gonna be an all-star. Oh, that's not even what I said though. <laughs> I know, but I I I need to see more, but let's take a break and let me talk about it a little bit. But before we do that, let me tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like high stakes. It can feel like, all right, I'm a player going into my third year. I really need to play well this year. I'm from Australia. I played at Arizona, and I just really need this job to work. Every single job posting can feel like that. If you're a small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs that's linkedin jobs the linkedin like the social networking site and you can check it out now oh he's pointing Isaac's point. i thought you were saying you wanted to talk he's pointing at the yeah no. we, have, we have new banner ads he's pointing to that i thought you like wanted to say something um go check out linkedin jobs it's super easy i've used this in a job search my wife is using this in a job search right now you use linkedin they have tons of jobs on there and you don't think about it you just think about it as like a networking tool but networking gets you to jobs and linkedin jobs Helps you do that. They help you follow, find the qualified candidates that get you to talk to them faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NBA. That's linkedin.com slash NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That's linkedin.com slash NBA. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing our buy or sell. And right now we're trying to figure out what we're buying or selling with Josh Green. Because the hype train is, at least from fans, seems to be, can he be a solid rotation player? Which seems really inconsequential, right? You're like, well, pff, a guy could be a solid rotation player. That's fine. But think about what it would mean for the Mavericks, for Josh Green to be a solid rotation player. Right now, their identity is so wrapped up in what the Bang Bros, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Reggie Bullock can bring to this team that they're starting. That wasn't the case at the beginning of last season. That wasn't the case at a certain point in the season last season. But as soon as Jason Kidd and the coaching staff figured it out, they started those guys, and those guys are the two highest minute getters for the Mavericks in the playoffs and were some of the two highest minute getters in the entire playoffs because those two guys are so much 
what the Mavericks want to be, to be able to take care of your own business on defense. And if Josh Green can be that, which we think he could be if he ends up being a rotation player, he would be a solid defender that can defend quicker guards, that can actually defend some some wings as well because he's a little bit stronger than most of the, you know, the guards his size. He could eventually shoot the three. He's going to get some rebounds. Like he's, I think he's one of the best like offensive rebounders of, yeah. on the Mavericks. Uh, you always see him get at least like one offensive rebound in a game that makes you go, oh, dang, look at that. He's a great passer and ball mover too. So like you know he's going to bring these different things. But can he bring it at that level that allows the Mavericks to extend their rotation, the, to limit Dorian and Reggie Bullock because they were gassed by the end of the playoffs and they need them to be able to be spelled at least a little bit if the Mavericks want to be as good as they hope to be. You laid out the reason why they need it to work and why if it does work, it's the role is there. Like we we can't have Reggie Bullock playing 47 and a half minutes in a playoff game. All right. So and only having like 30 seconds of rest. So and he gives you that he can theoretically guard the opposing team point guard off the bench, something like that. I, I do think. There were people that were a little bit higher on his perimeter defense than I was. Just I thought he was a little like heavy footed at times and wasn't as like agile on the perimeter, I guess, for what you would expect for a, a super athletic guy like him. Um, and a lot of it comes down to a shot. And it's just, do you believe in the shot? It lo- he looks more confident in it. In the live practice, wherever you want to, he say made a couple in Fan Jam. He made a couple at scr- in, the, in the scrimmage during the the Mavs live practice on NBA. The big NBA, big yeah. takeaways from uh, from the practices. Um, I just want to see more, and it's just like what what kind of role are we looking at? Because we have the starters, and then you look at the first like three guys off the bench. Like we know Christian Wood's going to play. We yep. know we know Tim Hardaway's going to play. Yep. We know Maxi Kleb is going to play. So we're already looking at like eight you know, eight guys right there. So could he jump from like a 15 minute game guy to like 18 or 19 minutes? I don't know. Like, can he, he does everything well. Like you said, like he passes rebounds, all that, but will his shot be consistent enough? And I'm just not as confident in it right now. Like I, I feel like I'm okay to be like, yeah, I'm not on the train yet. I'm sorry. Like I, the the driving they're dribbling in circles with Rudy Gobert just staring at him and it's like all right kid when are you gonna pass the ball just waiting for you to do something I, that is ingrained into my memory I the can he play within a system and play it well instead of what I always said it felt like was he was the high school running back that you just unleashed on the floor <laughs> and just said go yeah, out and right, do crap right. all right and you're gonna go 100 miles an hour but you're and you're gonna make bad choices but you're, you're gonna make a really cool pass and we're gonna be like whoa cool pass you can pass bro <laughs> but then you're gonna break a shot I, can he be contained to where like he can fit into a winning style I'm not as confident right now I I just gotta see it I gotta see it in NBA games beyond preseason I gotta see it regular season games. How many, how much do they trust him? Can he handle the ball a little bit? I, I got to see it before I'm like on any type of hype train. I'm bu- I'm buying it. I'm buying it because I'm I'm buying what the coaching okay. staff is is saying because I think we've seen this coaching staff to not hype up when it's not there to hype up, right? And I think in, in Jared Dudley saying that What's what's the what's the downfall of hyping it up? Even if you don't believe that he's gonna be on me, this team of, of me by the deadline, him? no, them of them what, isn't this. This is what you want, right? Like you, be, I mean, they believe the, it because the he is, looks better. But like, if you want to up somebody's, 
value. But they're, they're not doing this with Christian. Wanna... They're not doing this with Christian Wood. This Christian? <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. They're not. They're not doing this with Christian Wood right now. And maybe they're just giving him like they're just trying to give him some more confidence, which is what he Christian needs. Christian Wood has more of a track record, though. I mean, Christian Wood has averaged twenty and ten in a season. So like, yeah, you've seen Christian Wood play really good basketball. You've seen tiny, tiny spurts of Josh Green play good basketball to where like Bob Vargas is like, see, I told you. And so like, that's what <laughs> I, I just need to see more of it. I, I'm not there yet. I thought I seen enough. I'm willing to leave the door open a little bit. I want to be wrong about it. I'm just, I, I want you to I be wrong about this. Please, for the sake of the Mavs, I want to be wrong because he could be a vital Huge. piece to the team. And especially like it's at decision time for him. Like, yeah, we're already a couple year. years into this. Like they got to decide on what his future looks like, you know, after the season, trying to figure out gu- guaranteed money the year after that's like, we're looking at, you know, an offer restricted, all this different stuff. So like they got to figure it out this year. This was much longer on Josh green than I expected today. What else, what well, else do we want to buy or sell? Well, I mean, he's the hotter topic right now. We're going to talk about different things throughout the week so we can save a couple of these for later on, but let's just go ahead and talk about Jaden Hardy. Like yeah. if we're talking about two yeah. guys, that's, that's dominating the conversation coming out of fan jam, the NBA training camp thing that like Mavs fans are really excited about right right now. And it's Jaden Hardy. Yeah. Is this kid's personality not the most infectious, most fun? Like you see the kid smile and laugh and you just like smile and laugh. You just love it. The the sham God Euro Amazing. Embarrass Maxi left le- like Amazing. I mean, I was getting hyped. Like, let's go, Jaden Hardy. Where are you at? Are you? Let me just say a line, and you tell me if you buy this line or not. Jaden Hardy will be in the regular rotation by the end of the year. Do you buy or sell? Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm gonna put this picture of Jaden Hardy up real quick because it's uh, it's it's maybe our, my favorite picture from anything we did at training camp. Let me drink my organic apple juice real quick. <laughs> Look at this picture of Jaden Hardy. Just the infectious personality of Jaden Hardy. Wow, it looks really cool. The hearty face. Um, I'm uh, I'm selling it. I'm, oh, I'm you down or you? I'm selling it as an actual basketball like anal- If I'm looking at actual basketball analysis, because why do you hate him? He's got so he's got so much talent. But yeah, it's gonna take him a little bit to to harness that. It's gonna take the coaching staff. He's been working with God, Sham God. I talked about this, I think, on Friday and maybe on Saturday. It's the thing that I've been calling for. If this coaching staff does one thing this year, have God, Sham God work with Jaden Hardy every single day because that's what he needs so badly. And we've already seen it. We've already seen him pull off the Sham God in NBA training camp when they when they, when they posted it live. That was amazing. And his his personality is super infectious, all that stuff. Like You want to root for him. You just like it just, There's no way you can root against this kid right now. But I think it's going to take him a little bit longer. And the other part of this is, what did J- what did Nico Harrison tell us at media day? <laughs> we're already doing we're already doing the thing. Oh uh, yeah, here we, we go. We're already doing the thing where we bring out the media day interviews again. What did he tell us about the other ball handler? We still have an open roster spot, right? I I, I think yeah. that, I think they make a move during the year and bring in another person because they need somebody in a playoff setting. And I I don't know that Jaden Hardy is going to be prepared at prepared enough to be able to be that guy in a you know in a playoff setting but coming up 
What is Isaac? Is Isaac buying Jaden Hardy? Are we buying Jaden Hardy? And what does what does buying Jaden Hardy mean? Like, what would his path be to get to a rotation spot by the end of the season? We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can see right now. Oh, I hope you put money on the uh, the Buffalo Bills this weekend. You suck. <laughs> Continue on. Uh, they have NBA odds already for preseason. If you're putting money on preseason odds, I- I'm not sure. <laughs> you put them on the 36ers? Yeah, I hope you put them on the Adelaide 36ers over the uh, the Phoenix Suns. Oh, by the way, the last time I talked about bet online odds, the Clippers were favored over the Maccabi um, team by like 40 points. And I was like, they're, they're favored by 30 points. And I was like, 30 points is a lot to be favored by. And they beat them by 40. <laughs> wow. But if you put money on on the Suns, then you're you're – Thinking bad. Uh, game one of the regular season, Dallas Mavericks against the Suns. Suns are at home. Suns are in shambles right now. Isaac, what do you think the spread is? Oh man, I'm I'm gonna butcher this one, but I'll say uh, I'll say Suns three and a half. Suns by six. I'm taking the Mavs money on that. Take one. the Mavs on that one. Take the Mavs all the way up to the money ball. So go check it out. It's Bet Online where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris, we're continuing to talk about buy or sell. We've been talking about Josh Green a lot. He's a big topic coming out of training camp. He's been looking good. But Jaden Hardy is the other one where he's had some pretty good days too. He's he's stacked some pretty good days. He had he had 18 points in the the Mavs uh the Mavs fan stop, jam. Stop. Stop it right now. You're not quoting a box. Oh my god. And uh and it was just it was about the shots that he made. He he seemed to have some pretty good chemistry with Christian Wood. He had a couple of really good playmaking plays with him. And you just wonder, can he be part of a rotation by the end of the season? Are you buying or selling that? Uh, I'm going to sell it. So I, <laughs> I was just having fun. with. You're uh, a hater too. Not. You're a hater too. I'm not a hater. Um, it's the fact that, I mean, a lot of the reasons you gave that this team wants to win a title this year. Right. Like, right. And I, I hate to say it this way, but like if Jaden Hardy is one of the top like eight man eight minutes you know eight minutes per game guys on this team then that means Luca probably got hurt and we're looking at like the lottery um because it's just you don't one you don't see rookies you know you don't see rookies let alone second round picks in the main rotation of a really a 50 plus win team that's that wants to go deep into the playoffs let alone be like a backup point guard Right. handling the ball a lot right so that's just and we're not even talking about like that has nothing to do with even his name like and him <laughs> as a player we're just talking about that role and that anybody everything done. nobody yeah they, yeah so like now look at him as a player that he still has a lot of work to do he's a lot a lot of fun and that i'm going to this season i have zero expectations for Jaden hardy like I'm indifferent with him. There's players I'm higher on this season, like a Spencer Denwitty, JaVale McGee, yep. really high on those two. There's the guys I'm a little lower on and on, on the Mavs. Jaden Hardy is an, is a guy I'm like indifferent about because it's going to take time. Like they have preached that before. Like, Hey, it's going to take some time. we got to get him into the NBA world. He's going to be fun. He's going to make mistakes, but he's going to be a heck of a victory cigar. Right? So he's going to be playing in these <laughs> blowout theaters, uh, these blowout 20 point games in the fourth quarter. He's going to put, putting up some points, having some highlights. He's going to learn what it's like to be a pro, but I'm not expecting him because I'm expecting this Mavericks team to be a top four, top five team in the Western conference. 
Therefore, I'm not expecting Jaden Hardy to be the backup point guard or to be an eight or ninth man in this rotation. Here's a couple of uh, rookies that have had some decent run with playoff, like playoff success over the last couple of years. Okay. Um, that are that are guards like Jaden Hardy. Tyler Hero went to the finals with the Heat, and he played 33 minutes a game. That's like the best example of this. Yeah, and that was uh, he was what lottery pick, top 20 pick. Yeah, and that and he was in the bubble. Kendrick Nunn played 16 minutes a game for the Heat, and uh, in their run in in the bubble as well. But he only played in 15 games. Uh, that okay. one that's a pretty decent one as well. Tyrese Maxey played um, for the Sixers. Not this past year, but the year before when he was a rookie. He played 13 minutes a game. Uh, mm. That to me is, I think, like if 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 everything works out well for Jaden Hardy, I could see that kind of that, that Tyrese Maxey type of role for him at a certain point. But everything would have to go right at that point. Uh, yeah. There's not many examples though. There, there's other examples of like Herb Jones and Bones Hot, uh, uh, Bam Adebayo. Looks <laughs> like those kind of examples. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there's not a ton of examples of a team that won a couple of rounds that had a rookie playing a ton of minutes like that. Uh, but it's not, it's not, impo- it's not impossible. I would love to see but, it. Be but like, I would love to see it be Jaden Hardy. Though. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the best. But like, look at a guy like Bones Highland. Like, I don't have his stuff pulled up in front of me, and I, you know, obviously, I haven't watched every bit of Bones Highland's career in Denver. But like, it feels like when he started off as a rookie, that it was like, hey, we still have Monty Morris. We're going to play. He's going to have some fun moments. Bones had some fun moments and like kind of show us who you are. Let's see what. Oh, okay. Let's see what you could potentially be in the rotation moving yeah. forward. And then look what happened this offseason. They traded Monty Morris. He was in a deal. They brought yep. back another piece. Yep. And what are they giving Bones Island? A bigger role. It looks like he's going to be like their main backup point guard. They didn't bring up, bring back Composo. So like that's the type of like shift a little bit for Hardy if he's going to be like a point guard type. I still think I I point to Jordan Poole as like a yes. his like role one one day, but I just think it's going to be a year or two before we're looking at that. And in every example that we've seen the Mavericks play Jaden Hardy in, you know, in summer league, in training camp, in, you know, scrimmages, he's been playing off the ball. He has not been like the main ball handler point guard type player. Yeah. Is he going to be um this is I've been brainstorming some ideas of some pods before the season started, but of like some superlatives or like whatever. Is he going to be our Moses Brown this year for fans? That they that they keep calling for. Why? Why did why they play Jane Hardy tonight? Why? Why did we not? And any loss? It's because we didn't play Hardy. <laughs> or I might be one of those fans this year. I'm excited to do that. <laughs> Can I put the? I'm going to put the Hardy face back up again. I have enjoyed. How can you uh, root against this guy? <laughs> You can't root against it. I have uh, enjoyed some of Clippers Twitter talking themselves into Moses Brown. Oh, it's it's gonna Moses Brown is like it's gonna happen every single. I I, I understand it. We did. I it. love it. We talked ourselves. <laughs> in. By the way, Bones Highland was uh, seventh in the Nuggets in minutes last year in the playoffs. Ooh, but he was a twenty sixth pick in the draft, so he was a rookie. But to also, be fair with that, that was Jamal Murray. They were without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. So he would have been like yeah. ninth or tenth. It's like they had to play him, kind of. Right. True. Um, and and, and kind of going back to what you were saying too, I still think their backup ball handler is not on the team. I still think they make yeah. a trade at some point, right? And uh, I think they do it sooner rather than later. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that person's on the team. Let's do the last one real quick because I, I like the Javale one. Oh snap! Um, I could go all day on Javale, but do you do you buy that? 
the upgrade from Dwight Powell to JaVel McGee is to who? that big. JaVel. 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 Poor Luca. <laughs> I love that. Do you buy that that's <laughs> that big of an upgrade? Yes. You know I do. I know Don't, you. I know uh, you do. I, I'm buying it. It's an upgrade solely because of his size. Like just seeing him, like seeing him at Fan Jam, like just seeing him in person at Media Day. Like we like literally like shake his hand. Like just seeing the size of this guy and the difference. What he's gonna be able to do with the tip outs, like, like the the tip outs, the rebounds, the uh, even just the, the the opening tip of the game. Like the Mavericks are gonna win more of those because he's so much bigger and longer. Like that that's a, such a big upgrade, I think. Plus the fact that I made this point the other day. Plus the fact that they still have Dwight Powell. Like what if mm-hmm. what if Luca and Javale aren't as good of a pick and roll threat as we really want them to be? They don't get synced as well. The Mavs still have that in their back pocket to go to if they bring out Dwight. They can still put Dwight out there, and Luca and him, we know, are going to be good. They, they were good in the regular season last year. Like Dwight was really good in the regular season last year, so they still have that option to go to at a certain point. But I think JaVale McGee is going to be better because I think that he adds so much more just by sheer size, but also by you know his, his ability to block shots and, and all that stuff. I, I'm predicting it right now. There's going to be a Zach, Zach Lowe podcast oh. like two months into the season. And they're gonna be, they're gonna be randomly talking about the Mavs, and he's gonna he's gonna drop some type of line saying, you know what, one of the most underrated moves of the whole offseason oh, is right. the yes, Maverick <laughs> is the Mavericks signing Javale McGee, and he's gonna go on this whole big thing about the upgrade upgrading Dwight to a bigger guy like Javale with experience, and that he can protect the rim and all that stuff. Like it's going to be a thing. I think it's gonna be a national thing to where. Can I do a Zach Lowe? Can I do a Zach Lowe real quick? Oh, go for it. One of the things of the offseason has just been JaVale McGee. Just his hands. Like, just his You look at his hands and you're like, what, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, what am I supposed to – how am I supposed to get the ball away from this guy who grabs it around the rim with Luca and just throws it right at him, like, exactly where he needs to, this pinpoint pass from, from Luca that's exactly right on the money. Like, JaVale McGee has been awesome. Well, partner, try being in the locker room with him. Um, there's your Zach Lowe Tim McMahon uh, for you right I there. Love that. Um, <laughs> uh, I love that drop somewhere. I just think it's going to be a big upgrade and yes. he's not going to play 30 minutes a night, no. but it's going to be, it's going to, I think people, Mavs fans are going to look at it. We're going to watch it and be like, holy crap. Like what have we been playing without this whole <laughs> exactly? Like we've seen how good Luca has made Dwight Powell and Dwight is a gr- good basketball player but it's like (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to find the most like (laughs) good great human being too it's just i was trying to think of the most like respectful way to say it of like (laughs) luca luca can make centers look really good and like we're gonna see like an upgrade of that with javel mcgee and we're gonna be like holy crap like this could have been, like this could be so much better than that. So I'm just really high on what Javel brings to this team. Oh my gosh, that made me cry. That was so funny. <laughs> Dwight is just a good basketball player. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just really high on it, and uh, I think it is that big oh, of a deal. Oh, I need to clip that so bad. Bates, clip <laughs> clip that and send it to Isaac. Don't, every, don't. Every, Bates, clip it and send it every time Isaac ever tweets about Dwight Powell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Let us know in the comment section. Are you buying the hype on Josh Green? Are you buying or selling Jaden Hardy being part of the rotation by the end of the year? Are you buying or selling that JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee. is going to be that big of an upgrade over Dwight Powell? Let us know in the comments. We'll be back tomorrow. Guys, Wednesday, the Mavericks play a preseason game. We'll have post games after every preseason game. We'll have post games after every regular season game this year. If you know us, you know that we've done every single post game and five days a week. So even the weekend games, we will be on. Guys, thanks so much for making us your first listen. Now go make your second listen. Locked on Fantasy Basketball, the GOAT, the legit GOAT of Fantasy Basketball. He is a... We're right there with him with, with numbers sometimes, and he just then then he just then he just turns on the Jets. <laughs> He's an incredible, incredible talent. I love Josh Lloyd. Go check him out on Lockdown Fantasy. Get all your fantasy info, guys. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.